What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Jenkins & Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. Uh, it is Thursday, July 22nd, and obviously we're talking about the NBA Finals Championship, the Bucks winning, Giannis winning. Um, we have a special episode. We were joined for just a very long interview talking about the game uh, with our good friend Nick Wright. So uh, I'm, you're going to love that. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by my good friends, LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Tyler is uh, coming to us with the Giannis jersey draped over his shoulder, which is great. That's how we're going to be doing this show. That's the whole offseason. That's the the agenda for the whole (laughs) offseason. All right. Well, stick around uh, after the break. Uh, We're going to have Nick on for a very tenable interview. (laughs) Tenable indeed. (laughs) 
All right, we're joined by our special guest for the day, Nick Wright, obviously uh, the legend. Nick, thank you for hopping on with us. We appreciate it. Um, we're just going to talk about basketball for a half hour, man. What a, what a great fucking game that was. How's everybody feeling? Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to go first or not, but I'm going to go first anyway. I got to say, thank you for having me on. And what the hell took you guys so long? I imagine <laughs> it's that my old internet friend, Tyler, was like, we should get Nick on. And then John's like, if we can fit it between my rounds of golf, and then Mike was like, Never. I fuck I Mike and then Mike was like, I fucking told you guys his old Kobe Bryant tweets, I'm still not over. He's not coming on the pod. And so I'm glad that finally I've gotten the invite. Thank you for having me on and on a momentous day, on a yes. big day. A huge I, I have a friend who's a one of the crazy Laker fans, and I know you know exactly the type of fan I'm talking about, who is Garen fucking teed 30 seconds after the podcast comes out, gonna send me a screenshot of the podcast and a screenshot of one of your Kobe tweets <laughs> and oh, nothing yeah. else. <laughs> definitely, definitely true. It's definitely true. Oh God! All right, so go ahead. I sh I'll shut up now. You guys can introduce your own podcast. Get it going. Uh, well, we're we're going to do the intro. We, we did the intro, you know, separately from you, so you don't have to listen to these guys' attempts to um, say their Our Twitter name. names. Um, but <laughs> 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 I, let's just—I I just want to whip around and, and and talk about everyone's first reaction. Tyler's literally recording the podcast with his Giannis jersey draped over his shoulder like a fucking wrestling championship belt. Like Tyler, are you officially a Giannis stand from now on? <sighs> uh, I mean, I've I've always been a Giannis guy. I've loved the kid since his rookie year. Um, but shit, like. <sighs> The, these finals, bro, these fucking finals that he just had, like I said yesterday that I hadn't seen a finals performance like this since Shaq. And, and like a ton of people hopped on me like, come on, man, what about Bron in 2016? And y'all know I'm the biggest fucking Bron guy on the planet, right? And, and Bron's 2016 finals probably get my vote as the best finals performance ever, but, but it's like two different categories here. Like Bron's 2016 is an all-time great, like back against the wall, overcoming adversity finals performance. You know, down one three, he goes 40 burger, 40 burger. You know, game seven, triple double, greatest block in NBA history. Mm -hmm. Giannis's 2021 finals, however, that shit was just a masterclass in domination, bro. Like 35, 13, five on 62%. You know, he went over 40 in three of the six games, had a 20 point quarter in, in game two. Then, uh, you know, that game six, 50, 14, and five blocks to lock up that, that ring you know, with another 20-point third quarter that game, too. So while Bronx 2016 gets my vote as the best finals performance, we haven't seen a finals performance like Giannis's since Shaq's three-peat 20 years ago. Shaq was like 33, 16, and like eight, didn't he, or some shit. Like, the numbers were fucking insane. You know what I mean? But like, what just me out about Giannis is like, I remember Booker went off a screen, and Giannis was like 10 feet away. Booker's butt naked and he passes a ball because Giannis is 10 feet fucking away and can push his shit to the 16th row. And that dude went on the other side of the court and put up 50 fucking points. That four-point lead felt like a 20-point lead because you knew Giannis was going to give them a bucket every fucking time on the court. It was insane how dominant he was on both fucking ends. It blows my mind, G. Well, so, and Shaq, his first finals with the Lakers was 38 points. Then it was 33. Then it was back okay. to 35. But the collective, though, he averaged for those three finals, like 35 and 14. And that was why, when it, you know, I do a bunch of the best player ever discussion. There's a different discussion, which is if you could have any player in world history 
at the peak of his powers for one game, you could make the argument that the number one pick of that draft is prime Shaq. Cause it's like, well, he's giving you 40 and 15. Yeah. Giannis gave us a similar finals while dominating defensively in a way Shaq never did. Shaq is a good defender and he's great rim protector. The, you mentioned Devin Booker. How about the fact that DeAndre Ayton was literally shooting 71% for the playoffs and in this series shot 50% and like they just mm-hmm. looked beaten down by it. And I don't know if this finals itself is the best overall finals we've ever performed. We've seen Jordan in 93 against the Suns, pretty mm-hmm. damn good. Yeah. You mentioned LeBron in 16. There's, and there are obviously some other ones, but the game six that he just put together is one of the five best finals games ever. Like magics has always been at the top of the list. He's a rookie. Kareem's out. How about I just give you 45, 42, 15 and seven, the underrated, like uh, what everyone calls the Willis Reed game was actually the Walt Frazier game. He had 36, seven and 19 in a game seven. Uh, Tyler mentioned on Twitter, and I'm glad. I think Tyler and I are the only two people outside of San Antonio that remember yeah, Tim Duncan was two blocks away from, yeah, a from a quadruple double, double right? <laughs> a quadruple double, <laughs> right? Like, 21, so 20, these, 10, yeah. and 8. Yeah. These are the like, and Jordan's final game ever with the Bulls, where I don't think either team cracked 90, and he had 45. Like, those are, but Yana scored 50 points on 60% shooting in a close game to win the finals. And his biggest weakness is his free throw shooting. And there was an unbelievable moment where during the broadcast, Breen was like, you know, one game Giannis went, it was early in broadcast, 17 for 17 from the line. And Van Gundy didn't believe him. Van Gundy's like, when did that happen? <laughs> Fast forward an hour later, Giannis was 16 of 17 in game six of the finals. From the line, it's you can't overstate it, and I do think it makes everyone reevaluate. Wait, who is the best player in the league? This is what I think about the best player in the league. Shit, I don't think the universe accidentally had Bron right there when he boomed that shit. That shit felt like a fucking moment to me. And before Game Six, I thought, you know, Katie's the best player in the league to me. You know what I mean? And when Bron comes back, we'll see next year. Hey, and and, and we had, you know, uh, Steph in there too as well. Maybe, maybe, but but probably not to me. Giannis is right there to me. It's between Giannis, KD, and Bron next year. We'll see what happens. But I don't see how we see what Giannis just did and not look at him in that fucking way. Because I don't know if, just like what KD did, I think it was a game five or game four. Game five. Game five. I don't think anybody else could have done that. I don't think anybody else could have dominated the game in game six the way Giannis did. Only Giannis could have put that performance up. And that's how I feel. So I don't know what's going to happen next year, but Giannis is right there in that conversation to me, man. Right, Tyler, I, I got it. I, before, I, before I give my take, you, you said earlier, you know, you're the biggest LeBron stand out there, and I agree. I don't even know who else could possibly be in that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to hear where Tyler stands on this before I give my thoughts on it. All right. Uh, first, I want to touch on that shit John said about how it felt like destiny when Brown was there because we saw, you know, I shared in the group chat with the homies that quote from Akeem. Akeem Olajuwon mm-hmm. said, the first time I saw Giannis's last name, I knew he was from my tribe. He was Yoruba. And his last name means 
the crown has returned from overseas. Like you talking about some destiny shit. That's some destiny for your ass right there. But I think Giannis is in a unique situation where it's his league. He's the king of this shit right now. But I don't think he's the best player. I, I still think Braun is better. And I think KD is, is better. I, I, I think that's probably the only guys who I'll say are better than Giannis right now. So build on both those points. First one is this. That okay, was sorry, the- sorry, 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 sorry. This, this video situation is actually untenable. We need to go back to the Wi Fi. I'm sorry, untenable. I'm making, I'm yeah, it's actually like it's, <laughs> I used to make a full one out of Webster. It said it's untenable. Yo, yeah. that shit was under the skin, bro. Jackson, Jackson, leave that in the podcast. Leave you saying it's in the pod. All right, there, I'll, I'll get. Go, I'll just start f- fresh. So here's the thing about LeBron being there. It's the first finals game LeBron's ever been in attendance for that he wasn't playing in. So he had, like, that's the game he picked to go to, and he was seated in the exact camera shot of the dunk. Like, it, it, so that does make it feel like it was meant to be. Now on the best player stuff. I... So one of the LeBron hasn't been the best player in the regular season since I would argue 2018, 2018, that Cavs team was terrible. LeBron played all 82 and carried them, but he's, we've, he's kept the crown because it's like, he's been better than everyone in the playoffs and he's always playing in the last game. Well, this year he wasn't that good in the playoffs. Now I think it's because he was hurt, but that's also part of the thing that was, it's like, he's never hurt. So we got to be fair in all those regards. So set LeBron aside because I feel like LeBron can, you know, try to prove it. Everyone, because we did this before, right? I didn't, but some people did it like, Hey, it's Steph's league now. No, it's not. Hey, it's, it's Kawhi's league now. That was stupid. And now we'll see if the Giannis thing looks bad. When it comes to Giannis and Durant, what does Durant do better than Giannis other than shoot? He doesn't score better. He doesn't pass better. He doesn't rebound better. He certainly doesn't defend better. So what is what is it, to me the the KD argument is an aesthetic one, but he's so much prettier to watch. I don't care. Is he more effective, or does it just does he have a bigger bag? Because all that's in Giannis's bag is you know one MVP, a second MVP, a Defensive Player of the Year, and now a Finals MVP. That's what's clanging around in his bag. No, no hezzy Jimbo's, but he's just got a bunch of hardware <laughs> in his bag. I, I think, look, uh, we, and we don't do a lot of the takey best player stuff on the show, Nick, because you Well, that's you guys why you are, invited me on, buddy. Yes, well, and <laughs> you guys genuinely are, are better at it than us. But, I will, say, but, but I, I will say this. Those conversations usually center around what most people are paying attention to, which is the offensive end of the floor. And the reason that I would today say, if you're asking me who I would take in the NBA today going into the playoffs, the reason it would be Giannis is because of what you started the, the interview talking about, which is the defense. Like, if you can score 50 points in a finals game, I think I read it was the seventh time that's ever happened. The last two people to do it were LeBron and Michael Jordan. You're good enough offensively. I'll take good <laughs> enough with 50 yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. exactly what you said the best scorer on the other team sees the dude and shits himself. And that is not happening with Kevin Durant. 
I don't really think Braun is taking that on until it's like the last 90 seconds of a game at this point. <laughs> and he, I mean, in the third quarter, in the third game that they had to win, there was a little cut of every time in the last three minutes of the game, Giannis was within five feet of the basketball. It was a turnover by the Suns, right? So it's just, that's the, that's the difference to me. How much more difficult is the game when that player that gets 50 is within eight feet of you and you can't get a shot off? It's like, impossible. How difficult does Giannis make the other, like, dude, and then, and then you have fucking Drew Holiday putting people in fucking hell, bro. For, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I don't know how we didn't see this earlier. I think, I mean, I actually saw it at the beginning of the, of, of the, I've been in the playoffs. <laughs> I said the Bucks are going to make, make it out, but Throughout the entire playoffs, I questioned this decision. I was signed, signed, signed. I said Nets at one point, you know what I mean? Like, but like, dog, I just, Giannis makes the game harder than any other, any other player, I think. I don't, I, I mean, you can't stop him on one in the court. And then he's, and then like, you can't be within five feet of the motherfucker or he's sending it to your, to me in the fuck, in the, in, on my couch. You know what I'm saying? He had five blocks. He had five blocks in the in the clinching game, but also as we're talking about in game three, he turned over the other team's best guards three times. But you know what I mean? It's like he does anything that's needed defensively as well. And even without the blocks, how many times did people pass up shots? Or you know, what I mean, made a somebody had to shoot a more difficult shot because Giannis was around. You know, Booker what I mean? turned it's, and the most critical play of the series. The, the the Drew Holiday seal to the Giannis oop, mm -hmm. Booker turns because Giannis comes. That's the reason Booker turns. Now, Booker probably should have just pulled up a little earlier, but he gets by Tucker. Giannis is then there, so he turns, and Drew Holiday takes it from him, which I think speaks to what you're talking about. I just don't think anybody makes it harder. So, yeah, if, I'm, if there's one game or one person in the playoffs, it'd probably be Giannis. I hate to fucking say that because the – Brian that runs through my fucking veins is, is fighting the shit out of it. But I but mean, Tyler's not even arguing with you. Yeah, 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 just yeah listening right, to you right. talk. He, he's yeah, not even arguing with, with you. He argued about KD. Not about this. I mean, yeah, I, I'll, I just, I'll argue with you about KD. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But after this performance from Giannis, man, shit. I mean, and 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 you know, I, I want to go back to what you said, John, about how how we didn't see this coming, and it was coaching, bro. I, I think that's what it was. Like, we've seen how Bud gets figured the fuck out in the playoffs, right? Like, he's had, like, you, you know, four straight losses every fucking exit, you, you know, in the postseason. Because, uh, and this goes back to why I think KD, I, I would still take KD over Giannis, is because, you know, defenses, they kind of figured out how to, to, to limit Giannis. Because, you know, Giannis is a guy who lives in the paint. That's where he gets his money at. A guy like KD is going to spread the defense out, right? He three will score. You know what I mean? He's going to get his buckets everywhere. So that's why I still think KD, you know, is, is better than Giannis here. But we will see next season, man, because Giannis could, for, for real, for real, take the crown as the best guy in the league next season. We'll see. Can I ask another question on this, which is everyone talked yesterday about, you know, he stayed, that Giannis decided, committed. I don't think it's irrational to say. Let's say they trade for Drew. They do everything the same. Trade for Drew. Trade for PJ. Do all those things. But Giannis hasn't signed the contract yet. I think there's like three times in these playoffs they lose. I think if they haven't signed the if he hasn't signed the contract yet, the pressure on him and his teammates after KD's game five can crush them. Wait, everyone's going to get fired. Giannis might leave. Do those guys still come through? 
I think game seven, when Katie hits that shot, and it's like, oh my God, our entire everything is going to come down to these five minutes. Does that crush him? And lastly, if Giannis is a pending free agent, is he even allowed to come back from the hyperextended knee in one week? If Giannis hasn't signed the contract extension, do, does he miss the whole finals, the first few games? Like all of those things that led to this, I don't know that any of them happen without him signing the extension before the year and putting all of that to rest. One thing we're not talking about is that, like people are talking about, not a lot of people though. We didn't think this motherfucker was going to even play a fucking game again in the fucking playoffs. Yeah. I thought he was going to miss next year. Bro's, bro's no. leg went full ostrich, dog. I like, this <laughs> knees right. aren't supposed to bend like that. Right. You feel me? Like his knee need the other way a knee supposed to, you know what I mean? Like that is insane. And then he comes and does this. It's just, it's just wild. But on the other side, how do we feel about Chris Paul? Ooh. Like, what does this mean? This loss mean for CP3? And the motherfucker looked like he had T-Rex arms in big moments. Like, turning the ball over, like, without even, you know, saying without, not even under duress for real. Like, missing shots that we've seen him be consistently hitting throughout the playoffs. Like, I don't know, bro. I still think he's one of the greatest point guys I've ever seen, but this is a, it's a big difference between him having a chip and not, I believe. You think so? So, go ahead, Tyler, Because I, I honestly, I honestly don't know if, if for me speaking, I don't know if a ring really changes how I view Chris Paul because, you know, I've got him as, as the fourth best point guard ever on yeah. my list behind, you know, Magic, Steph, Zeke, and Chris Paul. And I don't know if he jump, he, he, he doesn't jump with the ring for me, at least. I, I, I would, I agree. Because and I would I have him as fifth, but that's because I have Oscar there. But Oscar, it's like is he mm-hmm. point guard? So I mm-hmm. think we see him the same. So the guys he's competing with, like it's like all right, John Stockton, not only no ring, someone should go look at John Stockton's '98 Finals because they ain't great. He the he had a two point game, like it's not good. Mm-hmm. Jason Kidd, he did get the ring, but it's a little different. He got the ring not when he was the best player on yeah. those Nets teams. Gary Payton, he got the ring, but again, that's with the heat. He was like three points a game. So the other point guard, Iverson, if you call him a point guard, he's not really shooting, but whatever, same thing. So I thought it was important to Chris, not only to get to the finals, but the way he got there. Mm -hmm. The best game of his whole career was game six against the Clippers. Mm -hmm. That matters. And I know he had some bad moments in the finals, but he was awesome in game one. Mm -hmm. He was good in game two. And as soon what we learned in these finals was, you know, which, uh, Phoenix guard is going to suck. Whichever one, Drew Holiday's guarding. Last <laughs> night, Drew Holiday was guarding Devin Booker. So Devin Booker was non-existent. Chris Paul's like, oh, P.J. Tucker's on me again. Sweet. I'll score 25. And so I agree. I think Chris Paul, just by getting to the finals, did a lot to kind of cement himself. And like the the bigger question is, we talk point guards, like Chris Paul versus Harden. All time to me, and I, not point guards, just like contemporaries. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think Harden has the edge. Chris Paul could have taken that edge with a title, but now it's like Harden's got the MVP, got the scoring title. I, I think Harden probably has the edge there. Giannis was talking to his brother and said, "I'm a champion. Nobody could take this fucking shit from me." Like, you know what I mean? There's something that comes with that shit. You know what I mean? Like, it may it may not have jumped him in the in in, in the top five point guards ever or whatever, 
but there's something that comes with that chip. You know what I mean? And I and I and I think I think it's a big difference when you look at people like Chuck with a chip. We view. I mean, Chuck was incredible, but Chuck with a chip, they're talking different on on TNT. You feel what I'm saying? And Dirk without a chip is talk would be talked about totally different. Right. I think, right. I think part of it is you, like you create a set of fans that are gonna like fight to the death for you. And so you just naturally, there's more voices <laughs> being obnoxious on Twitter. Like Phoenix would have had a fucking, they'd name everything in the city after. They would have renamed the city after him if he'd won a championship. You know what I mean? Chris Paul, Arizona. So I, this is going to sound like an odd question, but it'll come around. Am I the only person, I apologize for not knowing. Am I the only person on here that has kids? Do you guys, anybody else have, oh, Mike does. Yeah. I got two kids. Mike, yeah. how old? Uh, just turned eight and five, boy and a girl. Okay. Do either one of them like expensive foods yet? No. <laughs> okay. So here's why. I so my wife last week wanted to go out for seafood. So take my, and I, I have a 23-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 7-year-old. And my wife ordered king crab legs for herself. And, and my 16-year-old's had that before. And she's like, oh, mommy, can I have a bite? She's like, yeah, of course. 16-year-old says to the 7-year-old, Deanna, you want to try this? And Deanna's like, no, gross, no. And I'm just sitting there like silent. I'm like, awesome. She doesn't want to try <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> the 16-year-old <laughs> then convinced the 7-year-old to try it. And she was like, this is my favorite food now. I'm like, God damn. Why does she do this? Like, a 7-year-old has no concept of money. Right. A 16-year-old's gracious enough to not ask for king crab. She sees price. Seven-year-old now, every time we go out, do they have those that crab things? Like, like, damn. Like, these do a, not come in dinosaur-shaped right. nuggets. Right. 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 She got a taste of it, and now it's all she wants. Why am I telling that story? There's a chance Chris Paul got a taste of the finals, and now that's what he cares about. He's the only players in league history that have made more money are LeBron, KG, and Kobe. Mm. So, am I saying there's a chance that Chris Paul says, yeah, I could take $100 million from the Knicks or whatever the Suns are going to offer me? Or, you know, I could go to my old buddy LeBron and the Lakers for a lot less money and get right back to these finals and get this title y'all are talking about. And AD can play the five, and LeBron can play the four, as it should be being done anyway. And you replace Dennis Bleeping Schroeder with Chris Paul. And, you know, that's that's like a world that is not that irrational to think of. Now it would cost Chris Paul like $80 million, but it could happen. Is that the championship he would have got this year, or is that more of a J. Kidd championship, though? Uh, well, LeBron's going to convince him. He got this year. Yeah, LeBron's going to convince him that, okay, okay. Yeah, that we'll make like this would be part of your story. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we'll make sure like you'll do at least half of the national TV interviews after the game. <laughs> Bro, Mike's dick is hard right now. <laughs> I just saw the fucking camera jump. Excitement, bro. You can't tell him things like this, man. This dude is too excited. But yeah, uh, Josiah sent me the Photoshop of Giannis in the Lakers jersey last night, bro. You know how Lakers fans are. Like, I, I can't wait for the Aiton Giannis <laughs> Lakers lineup in eight years. <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the free throws because that's the most preposterous fucking shit to me out of this whole stat line. I, 50 points, mm -hmm. unbelievable. Like we said, it almost never happened. Five blocks, absolutely fucking crazy. 
But this dude's like the only thing you still had to beat him over the head with this entire playoffs was his free throws. And he starts out, I believe 17 of 18 finished 17 of 19, which was perfect. Yep. Cause he ended at 50, even he did it um, on purpose. I, 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 I don't like, <laughs> is this a zone that's accessible to us? Could I suddenly look like pick up a guitar and be great at playing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's bad at this. And then he went 17 of 19. I just don't understand mentally and physically what happened i do know that chris paul was talking shit in the game before you remember that he said we yes. all expect Giannis to miss and that motherfucker went out there and went 17 for 19 i don't know if that little fire in him or what but Giannis is a dude he who might not address shit but you know i i think that he does you know internalize the, the, the shit that gets talked about him and and use it to push him because he definitely well, took a shot at harden with that super team shit last night um that he said so and you know those and shot at yeah, and the first thing he tweeted today was about about Batman. He retweeted a Batman, Aquaman, Superman champion. <laughs> yeah, and, mm. and when you said he took a shot at Harden, I thought you were gonna because Tyler, I think, believes he literally threw that ball at Harden on purpose. A couple of years, <laughs> I ago. do, bro. Like that, that. I really do. I want. <laughs> I need some behind the scenes explanations of that shit. I think y'all did that on purpose. It's a way better story to think about it that way, at least. I think part of what makes that accessible to him is I really believe that, that great video that I'm sure you guys talked about everybody saw where he's talking with PJ Tucker at practice he's like I airball free throws yeah, yeah, yeah. don't care I believe him mm -hmm. I believe that he is not afraid of being embarrassed and that is a that is an That's odd superpower, superpower. Mm -hmm. like with with politics like shamelessness opens a whole new world to you <laughs> like if you're if you really if you're matt gates and you're like under investigation for you know a statutory rape and you're like i am still gonna hold rallies and i'm gonna talk like it's like well that like that opens something new to you that a regular politician doesn't have accessible to him right if if you are not afraid of being embarrassed then i think you are more likely to if you get in a rhythm be like, well, stay in this rhythm. Mm -hmm. And it's not only that he went, though there was a stretch where he looked like a great free throw shooter. Mm -hmm. Like they all looked perfect. Like it was, I was like, wait, why does he ever miss these? Right. And so I couldn't believe it. It was a it was a shocking subplot last night. Yeah. So 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 going going back to what you said about how he's not afraid to fail and how that's a superpower. We saw that manifest literally on a play last night and it's the play where he he caught the defender with the pump fake from three like yes. because he had shot a three in, in the first quarter right he and, and then you know defender um you know close out on him when he was about to shoot from three pump fake you know jab step you know spin move bucket right and that's because he's not afraid to fail because you know Giannis is a guy who who He's not one of those those guys who, who gets low in the post and 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 bothers for position and, and backs you down. He's a guy who needs to drive. So shooting a three is how he keeps defenses honest and opens those driving lanes up for him. And he was three for fourteen this whole series, but it didn't matter. It kept defenses honest. And like I said, we saw that manifest in a bucket in, on that play. In Sam the Fleur. block during during the block, he, like the, the the block we've all talked about. He said the block on, it, on the lob. Right. I thought I was going to get dunked on. He thought he was going to get dunked on. Didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Change the game. Change the series with that fucking block. You know what I'm saying? So that makes a bunch of sense. That makes a bunch of sense. But it's just wild 
In the fourth quarter, Giannis gets fouled and is a bucket. Either he fucking scored or got free throws. He he never left the paint butt naked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He got his every time he went to paint. And by the way, and this is, a, a, and I know everyone, you know, I shouldn't say everyone, a lot of people are like, well, you know, Brooklyn, if they're healthy, which is a hell of an if when one of your big three and Kyrie's been healthy for two playoff runs his whole career. But set that aside. If Now that Giannis, I think, has unlocked something greater, what we also have to recognize, he did this against one of the only teams in the league with a legit center. Like, if there was it, like, Aiton is Giannis's same height and weighs more. So, like, what people, for example, I don't think this would be the case, but if next year's finals were Bucks, Mavs, because Luka takes a quadruple leap, or they don't even have to take that. Like, what will Giannis do against a team that plays small? What would he do against Brooklyn? You know, more so than he did in that series. Like, there aren't many DeAndre Aytons walking around. Like, Embiid, theoretically, should give him trouble. It's going to be a good couple of drafts for big, fat, mean guys, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> bullies. We, we looking for bullies. <laughs> what do you need to this draft? A fucking yeah. bully. That's what the fuck that's we right. need, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a, six that's fouls. That's what the fuck we need. Yeah, yeah we need six <laughs> hard fouls in the second half. Um, I think that fit. Do you feel like, Nick... That fit that that fearlessness comes a little bit from how un-American he is. Like they're putting up all the interviews, his pre-draft interviews, and he was saying even as he was preparing to be a first-round draft pick, his dream was to be an NBA player. Mm-hmm. If you That's talk it. to American kids, and I'm not, I'm not one of those guys who criticize AU or whatever else. If you talk to kids, no one in their draft prep is saying my dream is to make it to the NBA. Their dream is I want to be like this player. I want this accomplishment. Giannis just wanted to get to the league and feed his parents and his brothers. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And so it, you do feel like there's a joy in everything he does, that everything is gravy, and he understands that more than most players. Well, I you, you mentioned his brothers. I think all of that, I also think it might be sneaky important, not only that his brother is on the Bucks, but that it's his big brother. Mm-hmm. I, everyone's like Giannis is so grounded. He's so humble. I wonder how much of that is the fact that Thanasis is right there. And if you ever strays of it, can probably check his ass because that's still his big brother. And when Giannis is like, so this is one of the fascinating dynamics that I think of. And I'd really like a deep dive into Thanasis because there, there's a period there's, it has to have been of Thanasis's life as like a teen where he thought, okay, this is like, you know, our life in Greece, selling stuff on the street, whatever it was, struggling to get by. This is life now. Like, this is this is what my parents do. This is what it's going to be. And then, so like, Giannis was always Giannis, and Kostas, the younger brother, always had like two big brothers who were awesome, and one of them's a superhero. So I, I wonder how much of it is Thanasis is there, which is why I thought it was so great last night when he's FaceTiming, he's like, he, he was trying to convince Thanasis to come to the stadium. And Thanasis was like, I can't. Then he's like, all right, I'm coming to your hotel and I'm breaking down the door. Thanasis like, I won't let you in. It seems so genuine and organic. And I, yeah, I think they're, you know, listen, there's a ton of the NBA that had an incredibly rough upbringing. But I do think Giannis, that family's is a little different. 
One of the things I love about betting my favorite sports is that I'm always finding new player props or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. It's called a same game parlay bet, and you can only find them on FanDuel. Dodgers Giants, big game, the top two teams in baseball today. I like the Dodgers, and I'm going to take the over at eight and a half. Uh, So that's my same game parlay for the day. But same game parlay is just one of the reasons I bet with FanDuel. It's easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, and easy to find your bet. And I love their live betting. It's easy to place your bet fast during a game if you see a trend you like. Uh, Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today to create a same game parlay and use promo code J and J that's J ampersand J at sign up. New users get their first bet risk-free up to a thousand dollars. FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit. If you don't win, that's promo code J and J J ampersand J. So they know that Jenkins and Jones say you. must be 21 and over and present in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, or Virginia. First online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I would agree. <laughs> I know it isn't that. That makes a ton of fucking sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. 
Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay, authenticity, guarantee. You'll feel it, because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's that head-turning pair of hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after, when you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert, sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay authenticity guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay authenticity guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I think the next time you're on vacation anywhere and there's, uh, you know, you go to Europe, you go to Mexico, wherever, there's kids trying to sell you something. You think about that kid turns into fucking Giannis. I mean, it's like, sincere, like sincerely. And I, I like, because I think at least for me, you always have a ton of empathy for people. Like this is, these kids are out here hustling. They're trying to fucking make a living. Like the dude was literally selling knockoff watches on the fucking streets of Athens and he's Giannis now. I mean, it really is. If you actually really think about that shit and think about what it would be like to live that, I, I think you can see Adam Silver was just like a pig in fucking shit last night. Like, this dude <laughs> is going to be the face of it. Like, this is everything that we would ever dream of, an international player, but who's beloved here. You know what I mean? Like, it is really one of the absolute craziest fucking stories in sports that you could, that you could dream up. I also think... Tyler, because the, uh, listen, Joel Embiid grew up in Cameroon, right? But he went to high school in the States and went to a year of college. And I think the difference between Embiid and like how they are in social media and how they are in the league and all that stuff. And Giannis is maybe a great little miniature case study in how quickly American culture for good or for bad, if it gets its hooks in you when you're like yeah. in your formative teen years, mm-hmm. like, like Joel Embiid has the same Twitter usage rate as Tyler. But he got to the States young enough that he's like, Nope, I'm about this life. Giannis didn't get here until he was a pro and it's just totally different. So he'll just comment on a picture of himself saying, I almost pooped. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but like he doesn't even look at his background and like he doesn't dwell on that in the way that we I mean most would. Like he wanted to go back to his roots and have a garage sale celebrating how good of a salesman he is. Like he's not one of the fucking you know, aliens in the fucking NBA the, the, right the, now. The, the, story, the story, Nick, I don't know if you saw it, and for any of our readers who didn't see it, we were talking about it in the group chat. There, it was a couple of years ago, I want to say it was yep. 2017, that he had he was moving and he wanted to have a yard sale. And he, specifically because of what John said, he said, one of my gifts is that I'm great at selling things. And so I yeah. wanted to, he wanted to get $10 for the DVD yeah. instead of $5. Like that was valuable to him to do that. And the Bucks convinced him that he'd have 4,000 people showing up. <laughs> He so good. convinced him that he's Giannis. He thought he was John. This nigga. Right. <laughs> he thought eight people would be out, out there. The neighbors would show up. <laughs> nigga, you're going to bring 65K motherfuckers to your front door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you not know this? You don't realize this? But that's the beauty of Giannis, though. That's part of the beauty of him. 
and it's the and all those stories are legendary the he would collect when he saw his teammates some of them would get rid of shoes after a game he collected them and took them when he first time he had the team buffet and they're like yeah you can have to go you can have to go plates and he would just take a bunch and bring them home like that is like those things and the story that I always believed must not be true, but it is true, evidently, that I assume people know, but I'll retell it anyway, is the Western Union story, mm. which is the greatest. Mm. The guy sent Insane. all his money home, then realized I need to get to practice and didn't literally didn't have cab money. So he's just running. Can you imagine if you're the car that picks him up? At this point, it's not seven feet, but a six foot, 10 inch. 19-year-old black guy just running down the streets of Milwaukee. She's driving like, a Honda Fit, too. She's driving the <laughs> smallest sedan you could possibly be driving. I mean, it's the greatest. It does sound made up. And and the, the other part of these finals, and the, one of the people I host the show with, Kevin Wilds, pointed this out, so I want to give him credit, that I thought was interesting was he did his press conferences did take on a LeBron CEO of the league feel like these are important moments where wisdom is going to be imparted like that. That's one of the things that always to me separated. And I'm not trying to do this, but LeBron and KD was LeBron seemed to always understand the importance of who he was. Meanwhile, KD's like, I'm hopping on this Twitter spaces with light years season 22 and i'm arguing <laughs> like and he what? happily does not give a fuck about right. that like, part of his job what right are you talking about <laughs> you know katie at one point katie's like i don't own a hairbrush and lebron's like let me debut this tom ford short suit that will become a new train like there was like a, there was just a very different thing and Giannis felt to me like he was trying to take on that role as well like i'm gonna hold court and impart my wisdom, even as a 26-year-old, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like he's perhaps the best interview in the league right now. Like, yeah, you, you know, yeah. And, 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 you know, everyone's talking about, I don't know if this guy can be the face of the league. Yes, the fuck he can. You put a mic in front of that dude, and it's magic. He absolutely can be the face of the league. Well, we, we were talking. Why would they question that? What are they? What are they wondering? And why he wouldn't be the face of the league? Like he, because people are fucking stupid, him. bro. And every yeah. every question has to have a both sides answer, right? But I, yeah. but Nick Nick asked about uh, about kids, and I I always look at sports through the eyes of my kids because that's what that's how the people who run the leagues are trying to look at it, right? And my five year old daughter loves Giannis now, loves him. You know what I mean? Because he's funny and he's sweet. I showed her the video of the little girl who showed him the, the drawings of oh, him. Oh, so good. And it came out, Makes right? I mean, so absolutely. Good. Like, teared up, t- completely teared up the first time I watched it. And, like, that is, that's, like, Adam Silver could not have scripted a better dude to become the face of the league. Bro, he, he, like, he, was on IG, he was on IG Live earlier today, riding around with the finals MVP trophy, letting kids in his neighborhood touch it. Come on, like, bro. <laughs> like, this dude is different, man, in the before, best fucking way. Before going to Chick-fil-A to order 50 chicken 50. minis. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, the Chick-fil-A piece. thing, I, if, if people are, and I understand, maybe, maybe a little prison of the moment, maybe it's a little over the top. You know what I thought was the best part of the Chick-fil-A video with Giannis? He, had the, he asked the lady, do you care if I put you on camera? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was, like, noteworthy. Yeah. Because yeah. he's right. 
there he, and he, and, 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 and he told he told her how many people were watching. That's he said, was people people watching. Way, when he said that, I was like, damn. Giannis had more people on IG this morning than I had on TV. That sucks, but good for him. Um, uh, but he told her. And I thought that was, I was like, that's a, like a super aware, considerate thing. Because not only are you going on camera, but you're going on camera to the world. It was 180,000 people live. But now, you know, what? how many people have viewed that? 20 million? Because it was like a great viral moment. I just think he's got a good awareness and the good press conference thing two things about his press conferences one is he says the word great in an emit like the accent on that specific word is <laughs> phenomenal and the other one is the press conference right before the playoffs he was asked he's like how can you guarantee that these playoffs will go differently than the last two and he's paused and he goes oh i can't guarantee that he's like i don't know he's yeah. like i think they i hope they will but who knows He's he said, like, I, I think he's, he's like, it absolutely could end the way that it's ended before. Like, right. that's very possible. Think, right. He was like, it could. He was like, but I try not to get too high or too low. And he kept that mindset. And Tyler, I think you pointed out on Twitter a few times, like, people have tried to hit him with arrows. Like, oh, you said KD's the best player in the world. That means <laughs> this. Oh, you said Chris Middleton can be the closer. That means that. But what it means is, evidently, in the biggest game of his life, he can score 50 points. Evidently, that's what it means. Like, that he has the, not only self-awareness, but composure uh, and all of that to rise to the biggest occasion of his life. Yeah. Yeah. All, all, and, and you know, it, it might go back to him not being American and not knowing how we, you know, mythologize, you know, sports figures here and and how, how you're not supposed to admit a guy's better than you and all that bullshit. Giannis doesn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? He said KD is the best player in the world. And then he went out there and worked that dude in the post for a bucket that locked that game seven up. Right. Like, yep. you, you know what I'm saying? So, so the, the, the darts he tried to throw at Giannis, he, he doesn't care. <laughs> he's, he's like, you know, it's, I, I don't give a shit about any narratives, any overarching themes here. I'm just out here trying to win basketball games. And he won the most important ones this fucking I season. think that's absolutely right. Yeah. I think that's absolutely right. What, what's the best, what's the best word in Giannis's accent? Is it is it great? I would great vote for. I would vote for. It's pretty good. I would vote for Tinkle. Tinkle, bro. Tinkle. Why am I talking way. about ego? You know what I mean? Like the balance. You know. You know what I mean? It's ego and pride, and then I had to tinkle. Like it's, it's special. <laughs> it's special. But by the way, also the tinkle thing's definitely a lie, right? He's I, I agree with you. Yeah, 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 I agree. With he's, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. too amped up early in those games. People, I, I thought, honest to God, I thought after in game five, there was a moment where it was a minute into the second half. Yeah, yeah. And Van Gundy's like, Giannis is already tired. Right. And I saw it and I was like, oh my God, he has COVID. His brother had, his brother is in the protocol. They live together. And I was like, maybe he hasn't tested positive yet. But I thought that I was like, for a moment there, I thought, oh, that's what's happening is like, and it's going to be a total disaster. But I was overthinking. He just gets so amped up that before the game or at halftime, he like when it starts, he he needs like the moment to recompose himself because he's not tired at the end of these games. He's tired at the beginning of the games, which is kind of crazy. But it's if you're like, oh, he needs to work on his conditioning. It's not his conditioning. 
he's just too amped up too early. At least I think that's what it is. I thought it was anxiety. Yeah, an anxiety attack. I see. He definitely didn't have to pee. No one has to pee at the start of the game. But he didn't. He didn't go pee. If you have to pee, that's the other thing. Don't go pee. He didn't leave. He didn't go anywhere. Bro, you had it. I mean, and that's and that. I mean, he he also just can't lie. Like he's, you know what I mean. He hasn't lived here long enough to be good at lying yet. Maybe I have no idea. But like he, he had that. He had that. I'm an eight year old kid smile on his face when he said i have to tinkle and like it looks like he's saying it because he's saying i have to tinkle but he's making the same face he makes when he's telling the constipation joke like he's smiling uh, like that because he knows he's getting oh, one it's over the, you know, and what, you know what it's the exact face he made when somebody i don't know if you guys saw the part of the press conference yesterday at the near the end i think somebody said hey you sent a tweet when you were 19 that you know you want to del- you'll never leave milwaukee until you deliver a championship and he made the exact same face. He goes, that's right. I can leave now. I demand a trade. He said, who do I talk to about demanding a trade? He said, now I can leave. But it's the exact same facial expression of like, oh, I'm about to make a joke. This year, he's the best. He's, I love him. He's the best. He is the best. Uh, you're the best, Nick. Thanks for hopping on with us, man. We appreciate you. Uh, end of a very long and weird basketball season, but we appreciate you hopping on with us and uh, and come back anytime. Mike, so and once you, I you know use my platform to try to deliver Chris Paul to the Lakers, if that happens, <laughs> will you vouch for me that I can at least, I don't need to be in Laker Nation, but can I at least be like no longer one of the people that just has random stones thrown at them by people with Kobe avatars? That's what I want. I just want to not open Instagram one day and have a DM that says SMD. And it's a a Photoshop of me in a bathtub with LeBron. Like, can can you maybe pull some I'm a lifelong Lakers fan. I am one of these crazy people. And I had real, like, real-life friends of mine, not media, like, real-life friends of mine I grew up with mad at me for getting on a podcast with Tyler because people felt like he didn't like Kobe enough. Yeah, Which is so fucking wrong. Which is so wrong. I know. I just, the, 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 it just got a bit with people, you know, trying to boost Kobe up to, to break Braun down. Oh, that's, don't do that, that's Tyler. The only time I Tyler. Don't do it. Don't do it. We're talking about how cuddly Giannis is. I'll talk in the bad talk with Braun very soon. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> so appreciate you, Nick, man. Thanks, our thanks to the homie Nick for joining us. Um, I, any other thoughts from the game? I, I, I think the only thing I had on the list that we didn't get to was the crowd. Is there any moment... I, that you would stand around outside to watch with 65,000 strangers. I can't, I don't think I would have been there doing a pandy. Yeah. Mm. I can't imagine that. That crowd was fucking crazy. Shout out to them. They, they had a great time, obviously, but that shit was nuts watching it from my home. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the deer traffic, district. The deer district. What a shitty fucking name. Right. Right. How, how you go corporate with some fucking deer, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the deer district. Like, you deer sound like some fucking attorneys out there or something. Some fucking <laughs> accountants. The deer district. Good on that. Yeah. Hard yeah. pass for sure. And that traffic would have beat my ass, so I want no part of that shit. For sure, Ski. And these are probably people that are not accustomed to traffic in the yeah. way that we're accustomed yeah, yeah, to traffic. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Ooh. No, no, no. I don't know. Anyway, um, it's been a wild NBA season. Uh, I think we're all happy to have it over, quite frankly. Would you agree with that, John, in particular? 
Yes, I do want to say that it's uh, Mr. Street Shark from here on out, though. That's I think that's how we're going to talk about Giannis from here on. Mr. Street, <laughs> Mr. Street Shark or Big Street Shark? You know, what I mean, that's what we go going with. You I was I was going to say it was Shark Week for most of the finals. <laughs> <laughs> the universe, the universe, bro. It's all aligned. I'm telling um, you, we had we. Go ahead. We had a really good finals for a very shitty season. It. And Giannis's performance was just like, you know, the cherry on top of the fucking turd pile that was this NBA season. So because all you, know. you can ever ask for from an NBA finals is, did I see something I'm going to remember? And I will re- I will remember that oh, yeah. game for yeah. sure. Um, I did also want to mention, because we referenced this 100 times at L.A. Sabri at L.A. S.A.B.R.E.E. <clears throat> tweeted at Tyler to say, I am the one who wrote into you to it call the LeBron James of Chris Middleton's. Uh, and he officially says he would like to walk that back now. Um, so we, we actually, we were trying to get him on the pod because I thought that would be a funny way. To, <laughs> to end the Chris NBA. Middleton has arrived. Chris Middleton is now the LeBron James of Paul George's. It's stamped. It has been inverse. He might be the Giannis <laughs> of Paul George's to oh, be completely oh, honest. Shit. You know, okay. I mean, Oh, is that where we going? Because I just started Brody, baby. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thanks, everyone, for fucking with us through the NBA season. Uh, there will be plenty of weird shit uh, coming up on the podcast, uh, as well as uh, sports shit. John is so excited. He can't even contain himself. Keep Jiggins and Jones weird, <laughs> niggas. Let's go. I can't wait. <laughs> all right. Thanks for fucking with us. Be sure to like and subscribe and all that uh, to the most tenable podcast on the internet. We'll see y'all on Monday. It <laughs> is untenable. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.